1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Some sad news to report with the passing of another significant Christian leader, an evangelist, and caused by COVID-19. Stephen Lungu, who led countless thousands to make decisions for Christ as head of African Enterprise, and was known as Africa's Billy Graham, died from COVID-19 just this past week, in fact January the 18th. His testimony describes his journey from street kid to African leader, from terrorist to missionary, and from bomber to believer. And it was a very powerful testimony. He made a number of visits to Australia, and many listeners may have seen him share his testimony here in Australia. Let's reflect on the passing of Stephen Lungu with the leader of African enterprise in Australia, Ben Campbell. Ben, welcome along to 2020.
0: Thank you, Neil. It's great to be with you again.
1: Ben, he was born in 1942. That would make him around 79 years old this year. It is something of a significant uh, time uh, for people in African enterprise to reflect on a great leader.
0: It certainly is. Uh, Stephen has certainly uh, left a huge legacy. Uh, I understand that he's even translated for people like Billy Graham, um, and he certainly translated for Michael Cassidy, the founder of African Enterprise, in those early days when they were really betting a whole new pathway uh, across sub-Saharan Africa to, um, to let people know the goodness of Jesus Christ in a mass evangelistic way uh, in, in people's own language. Uh, so he, he certainly was a, um, a pioneer in, in many respects of African evangelism.
1: Ben, COVID-19 claims the life of a Christian leader. It's not supposed to work like that, is it? How do you feel about that idea?
0: COVID is just such an awful, destructive virus that's just taken the world um, by storm. Uh, All we can do really at the moment is is continue to pray uh, for the protection and the safety of all our, uh, you know, the people across the world, Uh, pray that the virus is... Um, the vaccine has rolled out effectively um, and yes to, to cut the short life short of someone like Stephen uh, and other leaders across the world is, is, just, is just such an awful thing um, and if anything hopefully it gives an opportunity to reflect on, on our own mortality and how we will be serving God as effectively as we can day by day
1: uh, let's talk about Stephen Lungu as a person. He was known to be endlessly energetic. That sort of energy is that something that you reflect on as uh, as an understanding of the way he performed in his role.
0: What's uh, usually spoken to about in, in his test uh, in people's uh, reflections on his life is his yeah his charisma and his smile. And just thinking about what we'll hear soon, about his testimonial, how he's so serious and angry and dark, um, and turning that around to a very spirit-led inclusiveness and love um, is really quite an extraordinary turnaround uh, for a person. And and I think, really, that does reflect the everlasting love of Jesus, um, a constant acceptance and a constant love and a constant forgiveness. What a... You know, to be reflected through Stephen like that, I think it's an example for us all. How do we um, help people feel at home in our presence Um, and and bringing Christ into every conversation?
1: Well, he wrote a number of books, one called From Bomber to Believer, another one Out Mm. of the Black Shadows. And uh, while we're talking about a great leader, wonderful now to just take a moment. I'm going to pause Back in 2012, I had a wonderful opportunity to speak with Stephen Lungu, who told his testimony on 2020 back then. And uh, here's a short excerpt uh, from that conversation.
2: We were told that, you know, Christianity was brought by the white men to Africa to brainwash the black people and control and make them slaves. So Christianity was a religion a of slavery. The Bible was a book of slavery. So as we were going down to the bank to blow it up and steal all the monies, uh, we saw this big tent by the roadside. And uh, at first we thought it was a circus, but only to hear that they were preaching about Jesus. And the mention of Jesus made me so angry, so much that I decided with my friends, to go to the tent and blow it up instead of going to the bank. But we decided to do it at seven o'clock on the dot. And when we got there, my friend said, Steve, we have, we still have five minutes before seven. What do we do? And I said, well, since we've got five minutes, let's go inside and look at the people about to kill we we'll would be there for two minutes, just two minutes. But when we went inside the there was a beautiful girl sharing a testimony how Jesus came into her life, and that confused me because I'd never seen a pretty girl becoming a Christian. I used to think that Christianity belonged to the old grannies of ugly girls who didn't have boyfriends and so on, but such a pretty girl becoming a Christian, that confused me. And then she invited another black evangelist who read from Romans 6, verse 23 and 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus, that though he was rich, he became poor, that through his poverty you may be rich in Christ. And it was that time when he spoke about God's love, what Jesus came to do on the cross, that transaction that if I surrender my life to Jesus, he will forgive me, he will give me joy and peace and eternal life. And it was during that time I didn't like his pointing finger. Every time he pointed the finger like he was pointing at me, among 3,000 people were there. And I took out my knife to kill my friend. I said, how can you go and tell the preacher about my sins? And uh, my friend took out his knife, he said, I also kill you, he told him about mine too. So then the next thing, when the finger would be pointed, I would duck down behind someone's back to avoid the finger. But that night, I, you know, I didn't know that you can never hide from the finger of God. So I broke down in tears and picked up my guns and my bombs and went forward and knelt at the feet of the preacher, broken before God in tears. And that was my turning point when I invited Jesus into my life.
1: It's amazing, isn't it, Ben, how a testimony can speak so powerfully even beyond the grave uh, for someone like Stephen Lungu.
0: It is really uh, really quite remarkable. Um, And and sadly, we're still seeing in in parts of Africa, in the northern parts of Africa, such hostility uh, towards Christianity as uh, Stephen himself experienced. Um, and so we really need to provide those opportunities um, for, for that bold Christian approach to tell people about the good news, uh, especially in that, um, that section of Africa right across the center where you have that divide between the largely Christian sub-Saharan Africa and, and the, the largely Islamic um, Muslim-based uh, northern area. Um, and to, to be able to openly talk about the gospel and to be able to bring it out to the streets And give people a choice, I think is the most important thing. If you think about that, Stephen had a choice in what he could do. He could either take his anger out onto those beautiful people in that church, or he could listen to and accept the message and understand the message. And as scary as it is, we really need to be praying for and supporting those people who are witnessing to the love of Jesus in some of the most hostile places in Africa especially as we move up
1: north. Sometimes we can really appreciate a story like that of Stephen Lungu when we think of the idea of being an angry street youth, uh, bent on uh, being even a killer, even a terrorist, and then being completely transformed and turned into like an apostle, a little bit along the lines of like the Apostle Paul. And I know that Stephen Lungu connected with African Enterprise as far back as 1982 and then rose through the ranks, becoming one of four deputy leaders and uh, was in charge of reaching out to the nation of Malawi and then eventually became head of African Enterprise. It's a big responsibility that runs a Christian mission the size of African Enterprise. I wonder if you can give us a little idea of just how significant African Enterprise has grown in all of those years.
0: Uh, it, it's very significant to be a street urchin abandoned by parents at seven years of age scraping together food to suddenly be travelling the world um, and preaching in front of like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people uh, and providing uh, opportunities for people to come to Christ. It's, it's, it's a huge change. And my view on that as well is that it's a great witness um, to the leaders uh, of Africa today. Because a lot of those people came from very humble, difficult backgrounds to into leadership roles. And I think the thing that we can all learn from Stephen Mungu, regardless of whether we're like a king in Africa or a president, is Stephen remained humble. You know, despite coming from that poor beginning to truly a a person who traveled the world and was accepted and loved by so many people, and he kept grounded uh, in Christ. And I just really pray that that example of humbleness, of leadership um, in in Africa is something that, you know, is seen by leaders today and understood um, and that a leaf out of his book is taken. And, and I do know that the... I understand that the president of Malawi actually provided the funeral car for Stephen during his burial. So he, he continues to have that influence at the highest levels of leadership within Africa.
1: Wow. Hey, listen, we've spoken a number of times last year on how COVID was affecting the continent of Africa and all of those countries and a huge population across the entire African continent. Have you got a general style update on how COVID has affected the Ministry of African Enterprise? I know you had to change directions and you had to adapt mm. into a new environment. Uh, what's happening with COVID and how's that changed the ministry?
0: Yes, well, I was just talking with our um, international CEO, Stephen Mambogo, just last night. We'll we'll be providing an update of that interview on the um, African Enterprise website uh, in the next um, week or so. Uh, COVID COVID meant that the traditional mass evangelistic um, systems that we had in place to go into marketplaces, to have um, lunches and meals and breakfasts, uh, to attract people from all walks of life that had to be re-th- rethought uh, and but people in the churches in Africa recognized that we still needed to get the message out about Jesus but the work has to continue, so we have to be innovative uh, and think of new ways uh, to get out uh, into the, um, into the community um, the, the statistics that I got from Stephen yesterday was that we reached up to 4 million people through using TV, mobile devices, um, radio, um, mass media outlets to to reach out into the homes and to the mobile networks of people in sub-Saharan Africa this year. That's that's like a three-fold increase in reach that we've had in previous years. Uh, so yes, it's restricted the way that we can do things and Get decision cards from people on the street as we traditionally have. Um, it's meant that the numbers of people that we've recorded coming to Christ are lower this year than they have been in previous years. However, COVID has meant that our reach and the way that we actually do evangelism through home based evangelism and mass outreach through uh, mainstream media um, has, has sort of impacted and I guess influenced the way that we'll continue to to do our evangelistic campaigns in 2021.
1: Well, COVID is having a massive impact. It doesn't slow down the ministry and message of the gospel because as you say, Ben, there's been a real capacity there to what one of those words that people use, uh, they've been able to pivot and uh, change direction and continue to reach out uh, with the message of the gospel, no doubt. Uh, you'll still be looking for some new friends and partners to continue and to mm. develop the work of African Enterprise. I'll give the website in yeah. just a few moments. But just to to finish on a note here, reflecting on the death of Stephen Lungu, such an angry and miserable young man growing up as a communist, as an Islamist. He says he mm. never laughed until the day he was born again. Isn't that in itself testimony of... The joy of the Lord and what happens when there is a surrender of a life to Christ. I wonder whether we can finish on a note like this because uh, having never laughed until the day he was born again is an illustration of just the happiness and joy that can come from knowing that your sins are forgiven.
0: Really, uh, it, it truly is testimony and I would love to encourage uh, the listeners out there who've not made a commitment yet um, to just to cross that bridge and to, to really believe in something that is just so incredible and, and amazing that it truly leads to a, a completely new sense of self and the Holy Spirit just takes, takes control and that depth of joy will last and in Stephen's case, it just lasted a lifetime. Um, and so, yeah, that, that incredible transformation from angry person to world evangelistic leader to lead hundreds of thousands of people to Christ during his time as an evangelist, that great gift, that great love that Jesus, that God has for all, all of us is, is right at our fingertips. And all it just takes is just accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior, repenting for our sins and, and putting control of our life in, in God's hands. And it is such a cause for celebration. As Jesus says, you know, come to me, all who are weary and um, hurt and harassed, and I'll give you rest. And truly, that's what Stephen epitomized in his life.
1: It's an amazing story, an amazing testimony, and I know that in the years to come, there'll be more about Stephen Lungu because, as I understand it, there are some plans to produce a film about Stephen Lungu's life based on his book, Out of the Black Shadows. And no doubt you can get a hold of his books when you go on to the website africanenterprise.com.au where you'll also be able to connect perhaps as a prayer partner, as a financial supporter, as a friend of African Enterprise. And Ben Campbell, who's the leader of African Enterprise in Australia. Ben, thanks so much for giving us an update today, reflecting on the life of Stephen Lungu. Appreciate you and uh, we'll catch up again sometime soon.
0: Thank you, Neil, and I appreciate you and all your listeners. It's terrific to be able to remember Stephen's life together. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.